The Dropback with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, Joe Costanzo, and Sam Wilson. Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday, and welcome to the Dropback live stream hosted by the dudes of Brit Ballin. I'm your host, Matt, today, and we're joined by Stan Wilson and Sam Lewis. How's it going, fellas? Going good, Matt. Good to do it again. Yeah. Excited to be back on here. Invited back for a second show, which is always a good sign. Exactly. <laughs> it means we didn't stink first time. Always hey. a good sign, dudes. Yeah, we've got a lot to talk about today, guys. We're going to jump straight in with uh, what we teased on the podcast earlier this week. Uh, the whole Aaron Rodgers saga. Um, so for anyone that doesn't know, anyone who's been living under a, under a rock for the last week, Last week, Adam Schefter dropped an absolute news bomb on the NFL saying that Aaron Rodgers wants out of Green Bay. Wasn't really one isolated incident. It was sort of like a collection of, of lots of things that have happened during his time at Green Bay, especially over the last two se- last few seasons. Um, you know, the, the Jordan Love pick, he obviously wasn't thrilled about not being told about that beforehand. Uh, the very latest rumblings coming through is that Aaron Rodgers straight up called uh, GM Gunkunst a uh, bit of a Jerry Krause character in, in a group chat, allegedly. Um, and also, uh, if, you know, if, if you've got a long memory, you might remember Aaron Rodgers being particularly fond of uh, Jake Kummerow last off-season. Uh, Packers responded by swiftly releasing the guy pretty much the day a day later, which Aaron Rodgers was not a big fan of. So, uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of a lot of goings on around this topic, guys. How are we feeling about it? It's a very interesting one, and it's it, you can look at it from two perspectives. You can look at it from the way of um, that Aaron Rodgers is being like a like a prima donna diva. He wants the spotlight, and he's being a bit of a drama queen essentially. Or you can look at it from the spotlight of he's an MVP caliber quarterback. They drafted his replacement and they've done nothing to really support him over the past few years in terms of drafting. And yeah, the whole Jake Kummer situation is a bit ridiculous, if you ask me too. Well, yeah, you mentioned the drafting his replacement. I think that's even bigger an issue when you say this year they told Brady that they would be drafting Kyle Trask. They told, um, was it the Bears? They told us they'd bring Justin Fields in as well. Yeah, they told Dalton. They gave Dalton a little ring. Kirk Cousins was told, look, if um, Justin Fields is here, we're going to take him there. So all these guys give their quarterbacks, you know, the smallest amount of respect. Just give them a little bit of a heads up. And the fact that Jordan Love is the first first round offensive skill position drafted by the Packers since Aaron Rodgers. So all of that is done. Crazy. Yeah, it says a a lot really, doesn't it? It says a lot about the franchise and um, how much they've done to really support what some would say is the best... QB, the most skilled QB of all time. So, well, that's the thing as well. It's like Rogers coming off an MVP year, obviously, last season, absolutely balled out. It kind of felt like, especially this season, it was like, I mean, we, we say every year, right? But like, surround the dude with weapons, man. He, I mean, he's just come off another MVP year. He's been amazing. Like, that Packers roster looks like it could be there or thereabouts. It just needs a bit of an injection of talent around your amazing quarterback. Well, I think again, it's there or thereabouts as long as you have Aaron Rodgers there. If Aaron Rodgers isn't there, the Jordan thing. Love is not elevating that roster to championship level. No, yeah. it's not. I mean, you're, you're right there. I mean, going back, obviously, the we, we know now that the Jordan Love pick wasn't the be-all and end-all in terms of sort of the, the death note of this relationship. But, I mean, how much of a role do you think that played? How much do you reckon that pissed Rodgers off? It's got to play a huge role, doesn't it? I mean, just 
the lack of courtesy for even telling them, look, you're, we think you're coming to the end of your career. We still think you're our first choice guy, but we need to plan for the future. We can't put all of our hopes on you forever. There is a future to this yeah. franchise without Aaron Rodgers. But yeah, it's outrageous. I think it's absolutely outrageous the fact that he's not even particularly old. If Brady was that age and the Patriots spent a first round pick on his replacement, people would be uh, it'd be outraged as they you were. Mean, like with how the they picked a second round pick on Jimmy Garoppolo when he got a bit moody about that. Yeah, I mean exactly. There you go. Like I mean, it's not as big as a first round pick, but it's still a high pick. It's still big. Yeah, yeah exactly. And they didn't it's, trade it's... up to get him. Oof. Yeah. Well, yeah. You mentioned the nail in the coffin. The Jake Kumaro thing. I don't think it's that can't be the name. The coffee. I Jake don't think Kumaro, it's. I think, it's I think it's more what it stands for rather than oh, we thought he thought Jake Kumaro was the guy. But it's like if he goes on radio, and then the very next day that he says a guy that is a valuable player is cut, yeah. it makes him look a little bit like a mug. The whole team just like give him a little yeah. bit of warning of that. And it's it seems weird that this franchise guy isn't given a little bit of input into decision makings, especially as like. We mentioned on the podcast last week how much receiver and quarterback chemistry is a thing. If he thinks this is a yeah. guy that he has good chemistry with, why are you then cutting him straight away? It seems like chopping out his legs from under him. Yeah, exactly. I think it's a bit... The, the whole Jake Kumaro situation is being a little bit overblown here considering he wasn't even a starting receiver on that team. If he was one of the top three guys... I know, but it's, it's really weird for me, like at least... Yeah, it's a it's a backup receiver. Like, sure, it's a bit of a kick in the teeth if you said if you went out in public on on the media and said you liked him. But can it really be that much of an issue? I'm not I'm not sold. I think it's what it stands for more than it is Jake Kumaro. Yeah, yeah. It's the, yeah, it's, the symbolism of it. Exactly, and then like you said, this um, Jerry Krause similarly put put in the group chat. First of all, shouldn't be sharing stuff that's put in the group chat, whichever yeah, anonymous Packers player that was. Yeah, not cool. But yeah, I get it. It's like this Gunterkunst guy clearly thinks that he is responsible for building this Packers team rather than Aaron Rodgers for elevating the talent around him. So yeah, what do you think is actually okay. going to happen here? See, what what interests me is that despite there are room, there are a lot of heavy rumors about him leaving and being traded elsewhere. Obviously, in the media, we've heard about him telling like free agents, oh, I'm going to be leaving, by the way. So they, those players being players like um, Bakhtiari Adam, and um, Aaron Jones, who have just decided to re-sign with the Packers. If they were convinced that this was going to be an issue and that, that he was going to leave, would they bother re-signing to play for Jordan Love? So you I think know, Aaron Rose, they both got pretty big contract offers. Yeah, mm. true. They got paid, yeah. but that's a good point, Stan. Like, do you reckon that maybe the people, the the insiders in the in the Packers organization are like, yeah, this is sucks. Like there's some tension here, but they can, they can work it out. Or is it, do we think that it's going to be something where it's like, nah, we're done. I want to see you ever again. I could see this is the sort of situation that does actually get brushed under the carpet in about like a month's time. And everyone just sort of forgets about it. We'll look at, we'll look back on it next year. Like, huh, do you know we all thought Aaron Rodgers were going to get traded? Yeah. So is that, is that where you see this going? And I was going to ask you guys, like, do I'm you see convinced. a Rodgers? Do you see A-Rod starting in Green Bay this season? Or are we going to see him in a different uniform? Are we going to see him on Jeopardy? Where's he going to be? I, I, yeah, I, I really can't see him playing anywhere else other than Green Bay, if I'm perfectly honest with you. I mean, see, I would agree with you, but wasn't this all this noise we were hearing about Tom Brady as well when they had their brush up? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's like, oh, there's no way he doesn't resign. He'll, he'll definitely be there next year. Hey, I, then, I, I called that. Super Bowls I called, in Tampa. I called that in an article. I called the move to Tampa. Before it happened, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I, 
you did actually you did actually yeah. call that but your call since that have been pretty iffy but the thing with Aaron Rodgers is I don't the the rumors are that he'll he'll says he'll retire if he doesn't get what he wants which is apparently thing. either Gunskunt's gone or someone or him going elsewhere I don't know from a guy that is continuously saying that he wants to play to his mid 40s over the last couple of years that he feels great I can't see that happening yeah, it's a weird situation to retire in as well. It's like I'm I'm basically retiring out of spite for this dude. Like I don't see Aaron Rodgers as someone who would let someone else have that sort of impact on him. He wouldn't. He wouldn't retire. He'd go to another team with a chip on his shoulder, and he would do yeah, do something similar to what Tom Brady's done this year. Spite Super and Bowl. Just, yeah, a spike ball. Spike Super Bowl. That's the play. That's the play. But yeah, I mean, I was going to say as well. Like, how much do you think? the whole Tom Brady fallout from last season and what he's been able to do in Tampa this season plays a part. Because, I mean, you, you talk about polar opposites. Like, obviously, Jake Kummer was not the be-all and end-all, but, Pat, but you know, A-Rod says he likes a guy and then the next day he's gone, whereas Tom Brady goes to Tampa Bay and they're like, open up the checkbook. Who do you want, Tom? Get, we're getting the gang back together. Get, get yes, in here. Get Antonio but... Brown in here. Take away those two guys that they were they those two players weren't massive factors. I think the difference with Tampa is they were in a new, unique situation in the fact that they were one QB away. Like even with Winston the year before, they managed to put up some ridiculous numbers. It was just obviously his his the minor issue of his interceptions that sort of wreaked havoc to their yeah. season a bit there. But yeah, so is I that because then you don't think that there is a team that is one QB away? I don't think so. No, you could look at Denver, but I think they're not. They're more than a QB away, in my eyes. Do you reckon? Because yeah. I mean, obviously, a lot of the the rumblings around, obviously, when the news broke on draft day, was either the 49ers, because apparently 49ers did their due diligence and and jumped on the phone. Apparently, it wasn't happening, but they they, they gave it a go. And the other play was uh, apparently Denver. Apparently, Rogers was pretty interested in Denver. It's interesting you say they're not a QB away stand because I think imagine if if he did go to Denver and look at that offense then because that that's a pretty tasty offense as it is when he's got defen- Drew Lock flinging the footy. Defensively is what is where I worry about them like more to it moreover because on offense I do agree they've got great weapons you've got guys like Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Noah Fant. I'm a massive fan on fan of. Mm-hmm. Hello, who, who who do we have here in the waiting room? Hey, speaking of people, we're a big fan of. I think we might have Joker Stanza in the house. There he is. Hello. Joker Stanza, ladies and gentlemen. How's it going, oh. Joey? Do I sound good? I haven't really tested Never do. You sound terrible every Joey, week. you sound fantastic. You're, you're hearing that's what matters. We're talking Aaron Rodgers, Joey. I know. Just I've talking been listening, about... mate. been listening. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah, just talking about if, if A-Rod went to, the, went to the Broncos, as was rumoured for a little bit on draft night. Like, I don't know that's so a pretty good offense. Also, like, this whole situation is a bit weird to me because... Aaron, all Aaron Rodgers has even said about it is that he's sorry that anything got out. Mm-hmm. So, like, where we're hearing all these rumours and mutters and leaked group chats, I I don't know how if they're real. much... Yeah, like, how much <laughs> we can actually take them as fact. Yeah. It seems like we're taking That's everything fair. as fact at the moment. Where, so you're calling yeah. Adam Schefter into disrepute no. now? That's what's going Schefter on. you calling Schefter a liar? I'm saying, you know, Adam Schefter, generally speaking, has. I'm more of a, I'm more of a rap sheet man myself. Respect <laughs> that. I, I just that. feel like it's, I don't know, it's all just convenient timing, really. Like this happens. It's very for the draft. 
So inconvenient timing, being right on the draft. Surely convenient timing for Rogers would have been at the beginning of free agency so that a trade could have got sorted out. No one's going to make that big trade like straight yeah. away on draft night. Everyone's got their draft plans in. It won't happen. Exactly. We were all muttering and rumouring just before the draft that, oh, what if you went to the 49ers? We could see that happening. What's what's going on there? But uh, yeah. I, yeah, it's, it's, I was just going to say, if, if you guys had missed it today as well, Schefter did come out and sort of shed a bit more light on the situation in terms of when he broke the news on Thursday because there, there was a lot of rumblings that it was... Uh, Maybe it was Aaron Rodgers' camp trying to trying to leak it out, which didn't didn't give him the best looks. There are other people saying it's from the Green Bay Packers, but Schefter basically came out and said, "We knew that something was up for a while," and I just decided to drop it on draft night, <laughs> which is funny. That's which quite is, cool. You know, I respect that from Schefter. You've got yeah, to that, give him a clap, but uh, yeah, it did sort of open the can of worms. Appreciating that. Anytime yeah, soon. I, I think this is a this good point in the comment between the difference with the Brady and Rogers situation mm. that when does Rogers contract end Brady was lucky that his contract was ending is able to just sign he is he does have three years left on his contract although there's a pretty easy out in 2021 exactly after this next season yeah. the likelihood is he'll be cut because that's when they're out isn't especially in terms of dead cap that oh, you can't cut to... Aaron Rodgers you can't if, cut if he... But think about it. If he played the remainder of his contract at the moment, they would have one year with love. Yeah, pretty much. And that's, that's provided they took their and, yeah. Yeah, that's the with the fifth year option. So the fifth year option would have to be Damn. taken for them to get one year out of their QB that they've been grooming for four years at that point. Which I honestly think cut it, that that love pick is looks bad, man. I mean, I like, think that's an expensive fifth year option for a dude you haven't seen play. Yeah, I think that what will happen with Love is a similar similar to what we saw with Jimmy Garoppolo and the fact he'll eventually get traded off because he realised, hang on a sec, Rodgers isn't going anywhere and he's still elite. Let's ship him off, get some draft capital and just admit we were wrong, which they were. I think, that, I think the difference is in that situation that they almost the Patriots almost got a bit lucky that Brady got um, suspended for four games so mm. they actually got to see a bit of Jimmy Garoppolo. How much yeah. are you going to get? Yeah. How much are you to get for a guy that sat on the bench and hasn't actually played at all? Yeah, yeah. You can't put Jordan Love in the shop window. No one's going to buy that. They haven't seen him do anything. It's going to be that's a tough sell. You you got got a second for Jimmy Garoppolo. Like you you they got their value back for Jimmy Garoppolo essentially with the second round pick they spent. You telling me someone's going to give up a first for Jordan Love if they haven't seen him throw the football? No way. I mean, so you're we'll making get to see him, the way. We'll get to see him in preseason this year. I mean, if they can make oh, a if they can make a preseason highlight montage and just post it around all the NFL teams and see if anyone wants to buy it, then. <laughs> That's the, that's the get, best get bet they just, have, I think. Got to get just bombs on it, just bomb productions, just bombs. Put a little Jordan Love tape together. He uh, probably has a Jordan Love tape of college stuff. Hey man, he's got he's got tape on everybody. That guy works hard. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I'll ask you, Jerry. I'll ask these two, Aaron Rodgers. Do you see him staying in Green Bay this season? Do you see him start the season in Green Bay? He's either going to stay or retire. I don't think he gets traded. Wow. No trade whatsoever. You yeah, think he'd no. retire? I think he would, yeah. I think that's that's been up in the air. And obviously, I don't know so much about, oh, he's going to leave to go be the permanent host of Jeopardy, because that just seems like a... <laughs> I think that's a fun play. Yeah, but also, like, I'm pretty sure the whole idea of this Jeopardy thing is that they're just going to keep rolling on new celebrity hosts every week. But regardless of that, how good a host he was of Jeopardy, I honestly think Aaron Rodgers is a smart guy. 
he seems like a pretty chill dude. I think he he intended to live out his career in Green Bay, and obviously it's it might have ended mm. on a sour note, but given, I just don't see. I don't see them trading him. I, I think they can't be... see him in another uniform. Yeah, it will be unless, really weird. Unless there's some sort of thing where he just sits out next season, slaps, just takes as many fines as they can give him, just so they can. He won't do that. Up. He won't do <laughs> that. Trade him in 2021. But when you look He's at it from bit... Aaron Rodgers' perspective, it's like they they drafted Jordan Love. Aaron Rodgers the next season bet on himself. And completely won. He's not an idiot. Came he knows big. that they've gotten out in 2021. Mm. So he wants to be he wants to be traded before then. He's just come off an MVP season. And if he doesn't get traded, then I could probably see him retiring. I yeah. I don't know. I just don't I don't see Green Bay trading him he, at this he point. Won't it retire. doesn't make any sense for his contract. They're gonna have to pay a boatload and dead cap just to trade him this season. This they, won't, yeah. they won't they won't trade they won't trade him and he's gonna he won't he won't retire. He's he's still I got years left in the league. I'm convinced of that. Yeah. Do you think he's yeah. too old to get basically a decent level of compensation, or the Packers to get a decent level of compensation if they were to trade him? Because no one's gonna he's trade like multiple first. Yeah, but all right. So basically, you have to think you're gonna win a Super Bowl, or yeah. that yeah, he's gonna play for another four teams. or five years. Yeah, there's plenty of teams that would be you know one QB away from from being contenders. We Which well, who do you think's a team? The Colts. Yeah, I don't. Oh, even they just traded for Carson Wentz. Don't give a shit. If you can get Carson Wentz, got no backbone. Why, why would you not get Aaron Rodgers? It doesn't make any sense. Like, plus, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, speaking of that, like, what, what is the? You said you don't think there's there'll be a team willing to give up multiple ones for him, Slew. Like, what is what is Aaron Rodgers' trade value right now? Do you think? Because I think you've got you've got to give up a lot for him. You've still, you've still got potentially six years of around MVP level play potentially. Oh, if you think At you can get another four or four or five years, then yeah, you've got then you give up what you would for any level quarterback. It's just he's thirty-eight. There's already rumors around Joe's already saying that he's flirting with retirement if he doesn't get his way. So you've got to be sure that he wants to go to your team anyway. Which are the teams he put out were Denver, was it Washington and Oakland are the teams he's linked with at the moment? Yeah, Oakland won't move on from Carl. I don't think it'll ever happen with Oakland. Joe, sort your mic out, man. You get that? You get yourself near that mic now, young man. There we go. There he is. Is that better? Yes, it is. Excellent. That's good. Loud and clear. Plug my HDMI, and it's very sad. It's very Um, sad. Absolutely. Yeah, Oakland always seem to be rumored with a QB, but I don't see them actually taking one uh, or trading up. Doesn't that say something though? That they keep. Who have they had a chance to get? Is there anyone that you could get better than Aaron Rodgers? If you go to trade, you may as well trade for the best. Patrick Mark, Derek Carr's not know. bad. Derek Carr isn't bad. No, I'd stay with him. Derek Carr can do some things. People forget about that Derek Carr year when he was outrageous and then destroyed. I think his Derek Carr's fine, but he just doesn't elevate a team in the same way. Like he'll yeah, do he's a not job Aaron for Rogers. you. I ain't saying that, but I, I, I think Derek Carr's all right. I think they, I think that, that I think the Raiders got enough problems to worry about before they start trying to get uh, get someone in for from Derek Carr. They need to sort out their uh, their safety room, big time. I think their safety room is sorted out. Their safety room is sorted out. Like some of those guys, they're they're going to play like hybrid linebackers. Tell you what, why didn't you ship about four safeties and a couple of firsts to Green Bay? 
Because nobody, nobody needs four safeties, man. It's our agents. <laughs> They've already got enough safety. They've got Amos and um, Savage, haven't they? That's true, to be fair. Jeff yeah. Heath still still knocking around up in, up in the Raiders as well. Do Washington win a Super Bowl if they get Aaron Rodgers? Ooh. Ooh. That defense is good. Ooh. That defense The offense isn't shabby either. The offense is not shabby. They've got a they've got a really like a decent receiving core now as well. They've got McLaurin at one and um Diami Brown at two. They've got the running Curtis game's Samuel. a bit worrisome. Curtis Samuel as well. There you go. You got Antonio your, Gibson was great last year. Yeah, Gibson. I, nice. I, sorry, completely mind blanked. I was only thinking of Adrian Peterson there. Completely mind blanked. <laughs> Is Adrian Peterson even on a team right now? No. Yeah. I love it. I love a bit of Adrian Peterson. I'd love to see him back at the Cardinals again. I miss vintage Adrian Peterson where he didn't have the. Where he just ran with his helmet down. Just... Speared people. Reckless Pretty much. Man. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah, but I mean. So outside, so outside of Denver, obviously, like Denver, Denver's been linked with Aaron Rodgers from the, the word go. Really, are there any other teams that like genuinely you could say see making a play? Or like, I think I just think the price might be too steep for what you Washington would be the only other team that Stan thinks is actually a contender, even with Ryan Fitzpatrick under center. So <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick right. can right. throw. Can I okay. can I justify my argument here first? You go for it. All right. So, so my argument behind Washington being a contender is not because they're a ridiculous football powerhouse, but because they're in a weak division and they have a re- they're a decent football team. Like mm-hmm. they'll pro- they will probably win ten games this season. Yeah. But they'll they'll be like a, they'll be a ten a ten and seven team. That sounds so disgusting to say, but ten seven oh, <laughs> doesn't have yeah, a ring to it, does it? Jesus, I'm not about, about, Jesus, That's not not about nice. it either. But. They're in a weak division. Like the Eagles aren't going to be in contention this year. The Giants are weak. The, the Cowboys should, in theory, win that division. So I would expect the um, football team to get in on, on a wild card spot to the playoffs. So technically, that does make them a contender. And yeah, then with if you add Aaron Rodgers to that as well, I, they can make the championship round. Mm. Yeah, I've seen, there's I've no seen one else I'm looking few, at that being like, yeah, it doesn't like, have a QB in a place. Few... There's, I saw a few people knocking around like potential like like made up trade packages that teams would have to do. I saw someone doing a Dolphins one where you send Tua to to the Packers and a bunch of other stuff. But like, it's just not going to happen, is it? Did that make you angry? Doesn't take much, but that, that did. What if the um, what if the Steelers bit, binned off Big Ben and brought Aaron in? Well, that's that the only other be... one looking at the teams. That'd be like realistically, we don't have a quarterback. If we did have a quarterback, we'd actually be contenders. I they just, won 13 games last year without throwing the ball further than five yards downfield. Yeah. True. To be fair. Yeah, that's true. Mental. Damn. I didn't think of the Steelers. No one but, thinks the Steelers. No one thinks, no one thinks of the Steelers. I don't think... But if you're, you're Green Bay, right? And Steelers come in, like, oh, we'll take A-Rod, we'll give you Big Ben and a bunch of other stuff. Like, I don't think they'd want Big Ben back. Ben? No. That's what no, I mean, they wouldn't man. want Big Ben. They'd have the Steelers would have to cut Big Ben. No one's yeah. gonna want Big Ben. Nobody wants Big Ben. No offense yeah, to him, he's good outside of Pittsburgh. Yeah, big yeah, Big Ben's the sort of player that the Chicago Bears would have had would take would have taken a stab at if they hadn't drafted Fields. Yes. He's that sort of guy. Yes. I could so, so see that as well. That's such an that's such a naggy move. Right. 
Okay, well, let, let's we'll leave the, the Aaron Rodgers talk there. That's a situation that's sort of constantly changing as well. So I dare say by the time our podcast rolls around next Tuesday, we'll have some more stuff for you to, to, to get into and as well on that one. It could all be horseshit as well. You never know. Could all be horseshit, Joey. That's a good point. Yeah, that is a good point. We'll be sitting here next season and Aaron Rodgers is playing at an MVP Rinse, repeat. again at the Packers. So. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Um, right, let's move on then. Let's let's talk about our post-draft contenders. We're talking about the teams that went from uh, sort of okay, they, and then the, the moves that they've done over over draft weekend have put them into that conversation of like, okay, we could we could have a problem here. This team could be going deep into the playoffs. Who have we got, guys? Let's go first. Well, I Joe's the only one that I don't know because he didn't turn up for the pre-meeting. So. Yeah, the production. Let's see, if, let's see if let's see if he actually brought one. Oh, you want me to start? Yeah. That's so, so rude. Okay, I've got the Patriots as my post. Oh fuck you, Jay. Oh, that's right, disgusting. That's sleep. disgusting. Mostly just to piss off Matt, to be honest. Uh, All right, let's hear it. Come on. My main thing, obviously. So Mac Jones fell to them at number fifteen in the draft. Couldn't have fallen to. I mean, everyone could, could foresee this happening, uh, and unfortunately, it did. And I don't like. I don't like this either, you know. I went through many years of being an early Baltimore Ravens fan, just losing in the AFC Championship game every year. Yeah, I've had loads of terrible memories of the Patriots, but yeah. we all saw the dismantling of the Patriots over the past two seasons and what they had last season in Cam. Um. I think Mac Jones is definitely the answer there, to be honest. Uh, Whoa. What he lacks, what he lacks oh, come on, Matt. That's not an outrageous statement to make. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm going to let Joe finish, but I don't like that one bit. Just because the Patriots took it. That is like the only reason you'd be annoyed. Well, what he lacks for an arm talent, which, yeah, he's not the most talented quarterback in terms of arm uh, in the draft by any means, but he definitely makes up for it in just how well he processes the field. I think he's yeah. definitely going to end up starting at some point this year. I mean, Cam's probably the start of week one, but we see yeah. this pretty much every season with rookie QBs coming in mid-season and, and having a bit of a run. So I can imagine that happening. I was a bit surprised that they didn't go receiver very early on. They left it a bit late to take a receiver. That was obviously one of the, the big stinging points for the Patriots over the last couple of seasons and obviously losing Julian Edelman to retirement. Um You'd think they would address that earlier on, but I was pretty happy with their. Do you want to do you want to have a go at me for the Mac Jones pick before I have a before I go? No, I, I I mean to be fair for the receiver, they've they sort of addressed that in free agency somewhat. They brought in four new starters if you include tight ends, so mm -hmm. it'd been a bit yeah. strange if they'd gone receiver early. That is true. Hunter Henry and uh, Smith at tight end as well. Old Stone Hands Aguilar. He's in the house. Aguilar had a very good season last last year. Oh, here we go. He had a decent season last year. He did have a good season. Like as much as I hate to admit, he did learn to catch the old football. Uh, Aguilar catches just, a few slants and he's it, the guy. Okay. No, Aguilar catches a few deep balls and then just drops absolute sitters on a daily basis. But you know, last season he did good by Aguilar standards. So I can imagine at the Patriots, he's probably going to do pretty. This is so harsh on Aguilar. He actually played really well in the Super Bowl winning <laughs> season. This is so unnecessarily harsh. He may be a little bit dropsy at times, but he had a really good 2017. In, in all seriousness, he's a good receiver. He, 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 he has had a rough time since becoming a meme, basically, is exactly. what it is. But 
he's he's a good receiver. I, I like that. But wait, the Patriots. Matt, what, Matt why, Jones. Why don't you like Matt Jones? I just people were talking about him going three, and he fell to the Patriots at fifteen. Yeah, but I think that was yeah. all just a joke. Now looking back on it. Wasn't it? I don't think it was a joke. I believe apparently Shanahan wanted Mac Jones. He was torn between Shanahan's and Shanahan. Sorry, Shanahan was torn between Mac Jones and Trey Lance, but the scouting department favoured Trey Lance because of the upside, and that's how the decision was made. It wouldn't have surprised me at all. Like like still looking back, if Mac Jones had gone three because of what Shanahan looks for in a QB. Yeah, it wouldn't have surprised me, but I don't think he he was worthy of going number three. yeah, I, I, the thing with Matt Jones is, I, I don't know, I, it's probably just partly my bias because I don't like the Patriots or anything they do. It just strikes me as quite boring, safe QB, I think was the other thing. Like we, we had a bunch of guys there with unreal upside. When you think of Lawrence, you think of Fields, you think of Lance, and then you just kind of got this dude who's like, I'm going to be okay for a while. But to be fair, do they need anything more bit. than okay? Do they not no, some, they see don't. someone to get a few drives and the defense will do most of the work for them? Yeah, that's true. It's just that a dink true. and dunk offense. That's how they that's how they did it with Brady. He just killed teams underneath. He oh, Stan, you you're the whole Mac Jones is Tom Brady hype train again now. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not likening Mac Jones to Tom Brady just because they're slow QBs you like to throw underneath. By the I, way, are you guys are low. you guys buying in anything to the whole uh, the the draft day video of? Uh, Bill Belichick and the and the guys not not looking too pleased with the whole Mac Jones thing. Like if you contrast that with I know Dan Campbell's a very different dude. You're talking about the pro day. No, I'm talking about the the footage that emerged of the of the war room after they drafted Mac Jones. And everyone's just kind of stand there like. Cool. I think Bill Belichick is, just doesn't really have that pumped up. He's a calm dude. Ever. To be fair, this is, this is Bill Belichick. I, I, I really be read into it. I think like the only time he actually gets like happy is when he wins another Super Bowl. That's like the only time he actually. That's, that's when he cracks a smile. Everything else is he like. He saw him in the draft point. last year. He was just, his dog was sitting on there most of the time. So hey, his dog did a good job. Yeah, hold down the fort. Good boy. Dog, dog anyway, yeah. Mo- moving on from Mac Jones, um, in the draft they also got Christian Barmore, who a lot of people had as a first round talent. They got him in the second. That was a steal. Yeah, yeah. It's still a, it's still great value in the second round. I mean, he's a, he's the best yeah. pass rushing specialist, interior defensive lineman in this draft. Um, Bill Belichick will use him extremely well in that regard. He's, he, he's going to get a fair amount of sacks. He's going to make plays. Yeah, he might be an issue in the run game, but they have loads of defensive linemen to, you know, cycle in for the run game anyway. Um, yeah. Moving on to round three, they got Ronnie Perkins, another potential first round talent. Some people had him touted at. Maybe a bit of a reach to call him a first round, maybe early second round, but they got him in the third. I'm unsure where he fits, you know, with Judon, Van Noy. It's a rotational piece, isn't he? Winovich. Yeah. Yeah. But he's still he's still a great developmental guy who can come in uh, on a on a rotation and produce early on. Yeah, he's uh, good. Yeah. And then they got they did get some playmakers, you know. They got um Ramondre Stevenson from Oklahoma running back, big fucking guy, two hundred and thirty pound dude. He's massive. He's like a yeah. boss. He is. So I you like can that. tell, you know, they Bill Bill loves his, you know, change of pace running backs, and now they've got a big physical guy. And I don't think they've really had someone like that since probably Garrett Blunt, if I can remember. 
Uh, I mean, yeah, Rex, Rex, Bur- Rex Burkhead sort of played Rex that role, didn't he? Is not, yeah, but he's not like a 230 pound power back. He's more of a receiving back. He's quite, he's bigger than you think. Rex Burkhead. Yeah, I'm not saying Rex, not saying yeah. Burkhead's small, but he's not that dude. He's not, he's not a fridge. He's not, is he? he's not a... You can't move a fridge. Can't move a fridge, Stan. Yeah. What if the fridge is moving at you? Then it's even harder to stop, you know? That's very, that very true. true. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, I, I like that. Also, uh, moving on just to the sixth round, they got great value in Joshua Bledsoe as well from a safety from Missouri. He played all over the field. Uh, he's listed as a safety, but he played slot corner, outside corner, box safety, mm. and he's just an absolute tool that they can kind of fit wherever they want. So I think that was really great value there. William yeah. Sherman yeah. from from Colorado in the sixth as well is a guy. Yeah. Cam McGrone. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, the Michigan linebacker. I completely forgot about him. But he was, yeah, he was, a lot of people had him as a sleeper in this draft, didn't they? Um, I'll be yeah, honest, haven't watched much Cam McGrone. <laughs> no, Cam, Cam McGrone's great. Watch much Cam McGrone? No, I can understand why. Like, he didn't He didn't play much of like the last season due to injury. Like His last real season was like, it was uh, the 2019 campaign, but he flies all over the field. He's like your prototypical yeah. middle linebacker in that sort of sense. He's got the sideline, sideline speed. Uh, he's coming off an injury, and Bill Belichick has come out and said he'll be happy if he doesn't even play this season. They're just happy yeah. they've got him on the roster, essentially. He's going to be a developmental guy, and I could see him starting there in yeah, a couple of years' time, perhaps. They do like to take uh, Michigan front seven, don't they? They love their Michigan boys. Yeah, they've got Winovich, Uche. um yeah, McGrone. They drafted yeah, Michael Onwenu last year at guard as well. They they love their Michigan boys over there in Foxborough. I mean, if Belichick could basically form an uh, entire roster out of Alabama and Michigan players, he prob- and if a couple of Rutgers guys thrown in on special teams, a yeah. he probably Oklahoma- would. Two Oklahomas in this draft as well. Two Oklahomas, two Alabamas. Michigan nice. But yeah, uh, Willie Sherman as well. Offensive tackle listed as, but he can basically play anywhere on the line. He said he's willing to play anywhere on the line. So that, that's yeah, that's a sign he's not very good. He'll do, he'll do what he needs he's, to do to get a paycheck. From what I could see, he's very good at, at run blocking. Um, not his pass blocking, pass pro isn't. Yeah, but who is isn't at college? Still... Right. Mate, calm your tits, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but then they finally addressed. Wide receiver with Trey Nixon, who I think was a good value pick for the seventh round. Oh, you can't you can't say the seventh round they're finally addressing wide receiver. But I think he's <laughs> genuinely probably going to get quite a bit of time on the field for a seventh round pick because he tested. They've hardly got the anyone. Indeed. Oh yeah, he had like a forty-four inch vert, bloody four-four. Oh. 444 40 yard dash. I don't know how legit either of those. Well, probably not very. Really you can't really fake the vert, to be honest. You can't it's fake a the vert. No. To fake now. Yeah, like, it's just. It's, it's You're wearing spring Air Max and just going for it. Like, yeah. vert's all, t- all ability. You can't yeah, basically, the they drafted a combine warrior in the seventh. He's probably going to get quite a lot of nice. play time. So, yeah, I could, I could genuinely see them making the playoffs this year in that AFC East division. Um, and potentially getting somewhere. It all depends when Mac Jones comes in. To be honest, I think if if they don't trust to put Mac Jones in early enough, then there might be some issues because we saw Cam. I reckon struggling. he starts. Do you think he starts? I, I don't reckon think he starts, he starts week one. one. I don't. Uh, I, don't yeah, know. I think it, it comes down to how much mind pace he's got. That's the thing. 
Mind he ain't got, he ain't got foot pace, but if, he, if he's got that mind pace, then we're going to see Mac, Mac Jones, Jones has that mind pace, I will tell you now. You reckon? Does he? I, I tell you what, yeah, he, he does. He, he, he reads the field does. pretty quickly. But the reason I think he'll start is because he's pretty, he's pretty pro-ready in my eyes. And the, the offense last year was just unwatchable with Cam Newton. He's not the same yeah. QB. I think the, the sooner people realize that, the better for the, themselves, to be honest with you. I will never give up on Cam Newton being an NFL starter again. Really? Yeah, really? Never. You, you him and his mum, you die on that hill. <laughs> we will. Yeah, no, you're right about the pro-ready thing, because that was the whole upside of Matt Jones, isn't it? That you draft him and he's ready to come in straight away. Yeah, high floor. Yeah. Didn't they give Cam quite a decent contract, though, this year? No, no, they paid him No. They paid him nuts, mate. They paid I him thought it was like... last year they gave him nothing. <laughs> no, yeah, him last year they year also well. paid him nothing, but I think oh, they paid him like yeah. $4 million or something this year. Are you turning your nose up at four million? I mean, I would happily take four mil, but I don't know of a start yeah, starter level quarterback. All right, he's paid six million this mm. year. Can you realistically see this team winning a Super Bowl? No. no. I wasn't asking you. I was asking Joe. Big, oh, come they're my on. contending team. Uh, with that defense, I could see them getting far. I don't. Hmm. I'm just saying contender. I don't personally see them actually winning the Super Bowl, but I think from where we saw them last season getting a, a good playoff run, potentially even surprising people and getting to the AFC Championship. I can see that happening. And who knows, anything can happen there, as we all know. Exactly. Yeah. You, you've got to put the Patriots tax on it as well in terms of like, they could just do stupid good stuff because they're the Patriots and it, it figures. So I don't yeah, hate it, Joe. I mean, I do hate it, but... I, I, I also hate it, but it's just a fact, mate. I just looked at the draft <laughs> yeah. and said, it's an A, a plus draft, Yeah. Mate. Shall I go next yeah, to cheer to... Joe up a bit then? Yeah, that's go depressing. On, you go, Sam. Yeah, I think the only reason Joe went with the Patriots is because he knew I was taking his Baltimore Ravens next. So it oh, wouldn't hurt his pride that much. I actually refused to take the Ravens. But... Oh, you did. You're... No, so to be great. fair, in the group honorable, chat before this, you did. Honorable man. Mm. Yeah. message. Oh, if anyone else wants them, I'm, I'll be happy to let them. Please. I mean, entering the draft, the three biggest weaknesses for the Raiders, basic Ravens even, is wide receiver, shore up the O-line, especially after they let Brown go, and maybe replenish the past rocker pass rusher stock a bit, which they all ma- yeah. always manage to do every year anyway. They they're they've always for third year breakout. Um wide receiver, I think they smash out the park. Not only did they get Rashad Bateman, yeah, but nice. They also got Tylan Wallace from Oklahoma State in the fourth round, which was a pretty yeah. great value pick. That's a steal. Yeah, and the similarities between these two guys is basically exactly what the Ravens have been missing for the last two years since Lamar Jackson's been their starter. Able to beat press coverage, able to win contested on the outside and go up and get the ball. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Especially Tylan yeah. Wallace. like He's phenomenal at that. Yeah. You know who's only 5'11"? I didn't. Like I did not realize that he, he plays like he's six foot eight. And it makes him like look a, taller. Like his, he's a gangly boy. He's a like big a old gangly man, boy. Though. No, because yeah. he doesn't look overly thin. So, is they, but no, in Bateman they get a, they finally get a true X receiver. He's going to be able to win one on one consistently now. Yeah. And yet, yeah, I mean, he's not going to be like Jalen Ramsey one on one. But in most games and matchups, he'll be able to do a job which they haven't been able to have. Uh, it's got to the place. He's like. Right, you're up, you're a good team and you're up against the Ravens. Just put eight men in the box and you'll sort of be fine. Maybe double team Mark Andrews occasionally just to slow him down yeah. a bit. They always double team Mark Andrews. You're not going to be able smart. to now, especially yeah. now 
don't have the liberty Mar anymore. Marquise Brown's going to be able to be moved over the formation and used like he should yeah. have been able to from when you drafted him. Oh my God, Marquise Brown at X all the time. Yeah, man, if, that, if that guy can catch, then boy. Where? Yeah, and then and you've got Sammy Watkins, who, if he can stay healthy for three games, well, it's another weapon. So you, so you got basically four receivers that could be cycled through now, which is a far cry from where they were this point a year ago. Yeah, but you only ever see two of them on the field at one time. Yeah, and to be fair, a lot of this is on Greg Roman needing to diversify that passing attack a little bit. But I, I like that Bateman and and Wallace, for that matter, can move around, play, play as sort of those big slot kind of guys. Yeah. So, uh, like Bateman made a living on RPO games in uh, when he was at Minnesota. So, should be able to see a lot of that. Then, pass rush that was addressed as well. You get a Daffy now away from Penn State, who's basically if you're going to go to a team that's going to be able to take a physical specimen and turn him into a really great that. pass rusher, it's going to be Wink Martindale and the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. Like he'll be he'll be able to rotate in this first year. Got Dalen Hayes in the fifth round as well. I mean, I don't know if he will rotate it when you look. You don't think he'll play at all? No, I think he's going to start. You think he'll start? Oh, the opposite. Okay. I don't think we really have a choice. Like when you look, we've got Tyus Bowser on the other side and Pernell McPhee. And you've been linked with like one of the vets. You're going to probably pick up one of like Justin Houston, Ryan Kerrigan, Melvin Ingram, who are all still free agents. Wow. Yeah. I wouldn't, mind I wouldn't be surprised if you've got one of those three. So in that case, you've got four sort of guys that you're going to be able to. I would like a nice veteran presence to actually teach Odafe. I know you would. A little bit. Because I do. I'm still I getting really used to like... calling him Odafe. Yeah. yeah. I actually I really like it. It's, it's very. Odafe's a cool name. It's a fucking Adafe's awesome. It's a good name. name. Wish I could be called a Daffo. A Daffo Costanzo. Um, yeah, it doesn't really work. Ring off the bell as much. Yeah, I'm really like... tempted to edit your name on the thing, Matt, but I'll, I'll refrain. <laughs> He's got the power. He's producer this episode, Sam. He's got the power. Yeah, yeah. Away is um, yeah, at a at a first glance, he's a bit like a a boom or bust pick. People will say just because of his production last season. And when I first yeah. looked at him. I was quite sceptical when we were doing our, our breakdown and everything. When we drafted him, however... Oh, shockingly. Then you oh, liked him, did you? Uh, then the no. wheels are turning. Yeah, I just think he he is still very raw, but... Yeah. I like... His physical ability jumps off the off the screen, to be honest. And Yeah. Just, if just we briefly can... touching... Just, just okay. to briefly touch on that, yeah, there's the whole, like, college stats idea as well. Like, you've got to remember at college level... The QBs get the ball out awfully quickly, and that that's what makes it really hard to get good sack production. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't let the stat the sack number really put you off because college is a different ball game. Zero. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Zero. That's what we were alluding games. to. But he did get a fair amount. He got a fair amount of pressures. Yeah, he got a ton of pressures. Yeah. It's because they dump the ball off if he comes in. Hey, I'm not saying he's a bad player. I'm just pointing out. Hey, someone pointing running out. Out. Yeah, zero zero. Two sixty male running at you at approximately. 50 miles an hour, then you'd probably get the ball out. Too. Approximately 50, yeah. I think those figures are exaggerated, but I take the point. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm, I think the one position that they didn't really address as much as I would have liked in the draft is offensive line, especially the tackle position. But then you bring in mm. Alejandro Villanueva, who's, who basically is a solid guy. He'll do a job. He's not going to be He's Orlando star, Brown. But, but, but I'd, also, I'd also forgotten that they also picked up Kevin Zeitler as well this offseason. So then yeah, you draft that's true. 
Ben Cleveland, whose nickname apparently is The Bountain, I figured out today. And the shortest guy on that offensive line now is Kevin Zeitler, who's six foot four. So that's just a bit of a monster unit. So now that you've got... And we've now got, you've got um, guys that can win outside. You're going to be able to run the ball even more all over people. I don't think you're yeah. going to necessarily pass more than you have done over the last couple of years. Just the threat of being able to do so should play a yeah. factor. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's going to be passing the ball more. I think it's just going to be running the ball better. Yeah. Also, it's the fact that remember the first couple of games last season, we were all like, "Oh, Lamar Jackson looks even better as a passer than he did in his MVP." He did. He did. So <laughs> everyone forget because we. <laughs> Everyone forgets no, no, no. someone else brought it up. To, to drop every pass that came his way, but, you know. Um, yeah, yeah for the first three games of that season, I was seeing stuff out of Lamar that just made me very excited. But Yeah, so yeah. I like what they've done in strength. Basically, what the Bel- Ravens always do is they pick solid guys. They never draft badly. I don't know how, but you never come out of a draft and go, oh, the Ravens took a minus there. Because they yeah. draft players available. Yeah, and they but they also address a number of positions of need. So they've got a pretty solid all round looking roster. You got Sean Wade, who's pretty. I know he was he flopped when they moved into outside corner at Ohio State, but he's a decent guy in the slot, and he'll he won't really even have good. a corner. Yeah, yeah. And then, but yeah. he'll sit he'll sit and learn behind Tavon Young for a year or so, and then yeah. you've also you also get the best basically undrafted player in our Darius Washington out of TCU. The safety. Oh, I love that pickup as well. We need uh, his versatility that. is going to be great because you need guys that can do a lot on the back end with how much you like to blitz. So I think he's, he's going to get Matthew. yeah, he's going to get significant minutes this um, season. I could, it wouldn't surprise me if the Ravens won the Super Bowl this year. I don't think they're the favourites, oh, and obviously, whoa. and we're obviously in that time of year where everyone looks great because no one's injured and no one's been on the field yet. But yeah, I think they've like got that. to be in the top four or five favourites this year. Oh my! Yeah, that, that AFC is actually stacked now. Do you is like Joe? Yeah. Music I haven't seen Joe smile like that in a while. No, he's crying. Yeah, he's, he's welling up. <laughs> yeah, he's crying. <laughs> I'm glad I rushed home from work. Oh my god, it was worth it. Also, god. do you see how do you see how hot Villanueva's coming into the to the Ravens as well? He's talking yeah, about firing at Juju. Loves, yeah, taking shots across the bow with Juju. He's talking about how much he loves run blocking. Like, shut up, Juju's he's, fired he's, up. He's, he's, he's probably get Juju friend. next year. <laughs> <laughs> Dude is fired up. Yeah, I like that pick. Yeah, I like Absolutely. it. I like the smack talk. Yeah, I like it's that all the sense. O-linemen you brought in are just absolute maulers as well. That yeah. should be, that should be fun for your line. Who needs finesse anyway? Yeah. I really like the Cleveland pick when I went back and looked at him a bit. He's Ben Cleveland. Big old boy. <laughs> Can't move a fridge. Can't move a fridge. We're going to have to put a limit on the number of times you're allowed to say that pair. I episode. can't believe that. <laughs> I think we're going to... I mean, I wouldn't... Like, even I'm not like... Thinking, oh, we're definitely going to win the Super Bowl. Don't think I said definitely going to win the Super Bowl. I like to think every year. Every year, I'm very optimistic about this year, but and again, I am very used to losing in the playoffs in recent years. Oh, Joe! Why don't you tell Stan what's that like? Yeah, let let me know. I I haven't experienced playoffs in so long. (laughs) (laughs) What what even is playoff football? It's a myth. Why are you laughing? Worry about it. Hey, we got we 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 got in the dance a few years ago. Didn't go well. We were there. We were, at, we were there. in attendance. Exactly. Taking shots at me. I love this, Sam. Sam. Taking shots at you. What do you think of yours? Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Oh, Pretty really? Much, Funny enough, that went out well we're with you. We're definitely going to win the Super Bowl. I've convinced you. I've convinced you. Heard it here first. 
Calm down, Joe. He did not say you were definitely going to win the Super Joe, Bowl. Joe's put a bet on it while I was mate. talking. Yeah, 100%. What are the He's odds? taking that. <laughs> I like it. Stan, pour some right, water on this man's Super Bowl hopes. I'm going to pour some water on it. Some interdivision water on it. The Cleveland yeah, Browns, that's right. I'm back in the Browns this year. I love what Cleveland had done this offseason. I love what Cleveland were last season. And I feel like they were a few pieces away from being a competent team and being able to make a push for the playoffs. Look, we've seen the Steelers get weaker this offseason. The Ravens took a bit of a step back last season. This is their chance to pounce now, take the division, make the playoffs, and perhaps make a push in the postseason in January. Maybe they get a game in February in the Super Bowl. That's how serious I'm about, about these Browns. So just okay. looking at their draft, their top two picks, they absolutely knocked out of the park. So round one, they yeah. grabbed Greg Newsom, who played in the cover three scheme at the Northwestern, so sort of Seattle style. Where did he go? Cleveland Browns. What scheme do they run? Seattle scheme. He's now going to play opposite Denzel Ward and probably rotate with um, LSU's Greedy Williams. So that um, defensive name. backfield will now be Denzel Ward, John Johnson, Grant Delpit, Greg Newsom, and then you've got Greedy Williams filtering, filtering in there as well. So And Troy Hill at Nickel. And Troy Hill at Nickel. So there yeah. you go. You've got a good defensive backfield now, much, much improved. And looking at the linebacking court, it's still slightly weak, admittedly. Sure. But they did bring in one of, the, if not the best defensive player in this draft, in Jeremiah Owusu Koromo out of North Northwestern. Yeah. Notre Dame, I meant. So he's going to slot in. He's likely going to play Will Linebacker, um, maybe even strong safety if he gets the opportunity to. He's going to be a massive. Ro- he's going to play a massive role in tightening up that run game and basically, yeah, tightening up the big weakness that they had last season ever since Joe Schobert departed. Covering um, tight ends. Yeah. And yeah, moving slightly away from the draft, they did also pick up Jadevian Clowney as well to add to that D-line. So they've now got Miles Garrett and Jadevian Clowney on the same D-line, which is going to do wonders for run support. I think we can all agree. That is true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, just going back to that interior line as well, they picked up um, Tommy Togiai out of Ohio State as well. He's a, he'll be probably be a rotational defensive tackle in there with um, Andrew Billings, Jordan Elliott, Malik Jackson, guys like that. Malik Jackson. And another complaint about the Cleveland Browns we had last season is that um, obviously we won't, we won't plan for it to happen, but Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham, they faced injury problems and they kind of lacked some speed at the wide receiver position. So they pick up perhaps one of the quickest wide receivers in the draft outside of Waddle. Anthony Schwartz, Auburn, quick slot guy, can pl- really make plays over the top of a defence, stretching defences, opening up the underneath. I mean, I wouldn't expect him to get a high snap count, but it's speed where they needed speed to appear. So I'm really happy with that pick as far as I'm concerned. Isn't it and- like, sorry to interrupt, but wasn't it weird that after Odell went down, it looked like they actually, their receivers started playing a lot better last season? I thought they struggled with the wide receivers. I know. I think their offense has sort of clicked into gear because it's like it was Stefanski's first year anyway, and they didn't have an off season. So I think it's going to naturally take a little bit of time to get into the groove yeah. with the whole new system. So yeah. I, I, I don't think it's necessarily. Oh, Beckham's not here. He was the one ruining the chemistry. No, there was that narrative though, wasn't there? Of, of course, was there like, was hey, because man. people love to hate people. I did yeah. see a especially lot of Odell like, Beckham. Yeah. I did see a lot of throw it to Beckham when he's not particularly open, though. And then that when he isn't there. That yeah, but that, that's often 
that's often something we see in young QBs then. I don't think that was as true of Baker Mayfield last season. I thought Baker Mayfield did actually play quite well in places yeah. last season and he looked like a really, really just top, top QB. Well, obviously yeah. we need to gonna need some gonna need to see some more consistency from him, but I'm I'm willing to bet on that hundred percent. Yeah, I think the fact is that this that this um defense was a bottom ten unit yeah. for the Browns last That's year. True. So they if I mean looking at them on paper, they look like they're gonna be decent, but they only really need to sort of be a top half kind of thing because the offense was so good, so consistent, and the offensive line's only gonna get better with a year yeah. playing with each other. And you've got yeah. to remember as well, they've got Grant Delpit healthy healthy this year. They've got Greedy Williams healthy this year. Both players who didn't really see much of the field last year. Just yeah. yeah, just just quickly going back to the draft before we move onwards. They also picked up a guy called Marvin Wilson out of Florida State. He was actually undrafted, like surprisingly. Bit of a polarizing prospect. I think you either either love him or hate him because 2019 he put up some of the best defensive tackle film in the country and would have been a first round pick, I think, if he'd opted out. And then he went back to Florida State this year and yeah, he put up some really quite horrific tape, to be honest with you. <laughs> I remember you putting on the group chat. The first thing you put when the draft was done was how did Marvin Wilson go undrafted? There you go, Isn't that this sums the up. Guy where they they changed uh, Florida State's scheme a lot. Yeah. Like he moved from a yeah. I don't know if he's a three tech, but he, he ended up just playing like basically end. Yeah, no, they, they they did mess him up a bit. I think, yeah, he played as sort of like a three-tech, one-tech kind of guy. I, I mean, I'd, I'd imagine he'd stay at one-tech. Sorry, sorry. I'd imagine he'd stay at three-tech. But, yeah, it depends on the Browns' scheme, I guess, but and where yeah. they want him to go. So, and again in the draft, actually, Dimitrik Felton, guy I've spoken about in the podcast a bit briefly, receiving back slash wide receiver, whatever you want to call him, UCLA, just absolute weapon, Chip Kelly had a lot of fun using him at uh, UCLA in their spread style offense. Don't expect him to get a lot of snaps. He should be he'd be like a fun guy they utilize out of different packages. Fun Just guy. Man- yeah, he's one of your fun guys. You manufacture touches for them, give him the ball, and um, see what he can do. Essentially, for one of a more adequate I way like of saying fun. it. Yeah, fun is f- good. it is good. Everyone loves a bit of fun. Mm. So yeah, I, I, I rate the yeah. Fans. I really rate the Browns. I, I was quite high on them last season as well, but the defense just let them down. And the they fact is a... that even when that defense was bad, they still had a deep playoff run as mm. well. So it's not like they're going to be sort of unsure of themselves when they go into the playoffs this year. And you're getting a better Baker Mayfield as well. You're getting Baker Mayfield another year down the line. He's going to undoubtedly be a better QB. Mm. Who wins that AFC North? I'd bet on. I'd bet on the Browns. Coco. Um, we do Damn. tend to have the Browns number pretty much every year, though. Just saying. Just and the, saying. the Ravens did beat them in that huge comeback when yeah. Lamar ran off to do a poo. Uh, <laughs> yeah. About that. I forgot yeah, about that game. game. I'm going to the locker room. Why? It doesn't matter. <laughs> cramps. <laughs> I'll be, uh, yeah, cramps. I'll be back in a bit. Yeah, who runs off the locker room for cramps anyway? So it's where you can just like stretch out the who side. Who runs like that to the locker room? So we can get <laughs> yeah. treatments, Dan. Yeah. Um, totally. Yeah. Why, why else? Now, I I do I do think the Browns have got a pretty good shot to uh, to win the AFC North. I'm being honest. They've consistently drafted very well for the past mm-hmm. few seasons now, pretty much since Baker Mayfield got take got taken. Um, I think I really like the Greg Newsom pick. I don't like him so much as the zone corner. 
Uh, that's literally what he did in college and why he's been drafted so highly. That's why, why I don't like him as his own corner. <laughs> when I was watching oh, like Greg Newsom, He's his I, own corner. He was drafted because he was his own corner and played in the same yeah, scheme. Exactly. He doesn't like his him. Scheme, his scheme he's allowed to like different things. All the time. And he's okay as his own... He's a good zone corner, but he's a fucking sick man corner, to be honest. When I saw him play man, he, he had a lot of that... The same stuff that we were kind of iffy about Caleb Farley about like understanding roots and everything like that he he has that in the bag so I do really like he's a guy who can do both but I really do prefer him as a man corner to be honest so they've opposite. got the guy they've got the guys to play man yeah if you've got Denzel yeah. Ward opposite him like Newton will yeah, never be on that, that X receiver yeah but you've got Denzel Ward so no, that's, yeah, that's, what, what, I mean. that's what he's saying I just said that Newton will never be on the X receiver I don't know don't need to be I could see it why, why are you saying never? How do you? No, he doesn't, know? He doesn't have because to. Because he's be. got Denzel Ward. Yeah. Although they might do that thing where they each stick to a side. side of the field or what? I hate that. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Part of it comes down to I don't think they know knew what they have as much in Greedy Williams with his injury concerns and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah so at Jeremiah Owusu Karamoa pick, I agree with Stan. I think he was the best defensive player in this draft, and they got him in the second round. Versatility off the charts. I don't know if it's like people just being iffy about. Like it was a heart concern. Isaiah. There was there was yeah. there was rumors pre-draft that he had an issue with his heart medically, and then it turned out after yeah. draft to not actually be an issue. He was cleared by doctors. But okay. the yeah. pre- the where Caleb Farley fell. No, Caleb Farley fell because he Caleb Farley doesn't have a spine, bro. <laughs> Well, that's what I mean. Same reason they fell because of medical issues. Would you rather not have a spine or not have a heart? So Caleb Farley got picked. They both have spines and hearts, so it's not really an issue. <laughs> and I meant, me- I, meant meta- I meant more metaphorically. Would you rather you guys didn't have a spine or didn't have a heart? Didn't play with Stan heart. doesn't have a spine or a heart. So what well, Matt's mean? got no spine because he picked his own team for this task. <laughs> oh, we, you, are we shuffling this along? We shuffling yeah, this 100%. along. Okay. I'm, mo- I'm moving Slee, the file somewhere else now. Slee, you've got, you got that the draft graphic. Oh, you're on the roster graphic up. Yeah, yeah I got that point. I just want us to. I just want us to see who we need to send those rings to. That's the thing. <laughs> Make your sure those dudes get scares it. me, Matt. You happy, your mate? Scares me. Hey, now look at this, boys. Now this now, is a roster. Is what I'm gonna say. Here is a roster. You look at that wide receiver core, and you've got dudes that can legitimately catch the ball without dropping it now. And that Isn't is that what every wide receiver? That- that is not something up. you saw in South Beach very often. I think he's referring to this game. guy over here. Oh, that dude. Oh. You <laughs> love Jakeem Grant. Is that the same, that the same Jakeem Grant you love, Matt? I love Jakeem Grant when he is standing in the end zone and about to catch a, a, a kicked footy. When someone throws it at him, it's, it's like it's fucking dodgeball, man. He gets out of the way of that thing fast. He has that one play, I think, against the Patriots where he absolutely... He always him. has that one play. Doesn't have it consistently. But now we've got dudes that can catch... I love the Will Fuller pickup. I love the uh, the Jane Waddle selection. I didn't at the time. I'll, I'll, yeah, you were I'll a bit honest. at the time. I was, I was, yeah, I was not in a good place with that when it first happened. But I thought you love everything I, Chris Greer does. I do love everything Chris Greer does. I went away and I looked at some Just Bombs production of uh, Jane Waddle. <laughs> came back a new man. Like what sort? <laughs> so you watched so, the highlight tape for all this best plays. Like, ah, I should have played like every the- single play. It was more like four and a half minutes, Joe, I'll have you know. Um, oh, sorry, 
Yeah, I, I love the uh, Liam Eikenberg pick as well. I think he's yeah. a solid dude that is going to give some big-time protection. If you slot him at right tackle straight away, he's going to get the job done. And then you can put you can put Robert Hunt at right guard. You've got Solomon Kindley at left guard. If Masker remembers how to snap a football, then we're quids in on that line. And then uh, Jane Phillips, I think, was a good pickup as well. If, wow, I, tell you, if I said it... Yeah, I said this on Tuesday. If his head is okay, then that is a football player who's going to make a lot of plays. Um, on the on the subject of Phillips, do you think he plays a three four end or a four three back or a three four backer? I was thinking this the other day, you know, because he's he's a big dude. I think you could put him as a three four end if you wanted to. I think he's going three four. I think he's going to be moved between the two a little bit, to be honest. Nice. I am a backer. He's, he's going to have so much production. Yeah. Well, I think I think if you're playing, if you're putting your strongest, your strongest like team on the field, then you've got Ogba, Wilkins, and uh, Davis uh, in that front three, and then you put yeah, you put Jaden Phillips in that linebacker core. He's gonna he's gonna cause some problems off the edge. And yeah, then Phillips, uh, you look, yeah, he'll be a backer hundred percent. They're not they're not going to stick him with his hands in the dirt every single play. Nah, it'd be a waste. Be a waste. Get him rushing. Flores has you running a lot of that sort of five wide front anyway, doesn't he? So the back yeah, he basically does. and the ground. Yeah. He does some crazy things on that defense. And then you you look at the back end, you've got um you know, you got Byron Jones, shut down boy. You've got Zaven Howard, just gets interceptions for fun. Added Justin Coleman, was a bit of an underrated uh He's a really signing. good slot corner. Yeah, yeah that, that guy that guy's good in the in the in the slot. So that was a nice pickup. It means Nick Needham doesn't get near the football pitch again, which I'm I'm all here for. Um, I think this, this could guy be... doesn't exist. Yeah, Bobby McCain. Bobby McCain is now gone. Uh, but you know, on on a note, like Bobby McCain was a good, a good player for us, like a solid player for us for a few years. He he stuck. He was part of Dolphins teams that sucked. And I don't he just know who was he like, is. Well, you don't need to know who he is, Joey. But not anymore. Was, <laughs> he no. was a above. He was an average safety who played with a lot of heart. He played corner. Yeah. To be fair, like just. Looking at his replacement as well, I know I was quite low on Javon Holland before the draft, but if there's anywhere that I like him, it's in Miami. Yeah, boy. Because they will, they will use him creatively. They will, they'll find out what he can do and stick him just to that role, like that what they did at Oregon, really, and just like leaving, leaving him in the slot. Do you see how excited uh, Brian Flores was about Javon Holland as well? He loves that dude. He's Brian like... Flores tries to be a guy that is 100% excited all the time. Matt, are we all right yeah. to get rid of this um, depth chart now? Because I'm aware yeah, that we should, we... we should put our Brit Ball in Overlord's logo back up there. So now yeah, it's not covering my face. We can get it back up there. Yeah, little little comment here from Terrell Burgess. Dolphins improved a lot. They should definitely be in the playoffs this year. I hear you, Terrell. I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. I mean, a lot of it, I'm not going to lie to you, chaps. A lot of it does rest on whether Tua is... Uh, is going to make that big leap next season. But I've I've been to a boy from the start. I'm going to say he does. He's got guys that can catch. Of course you will. You always say that. You always back your boys no matter what. You're a hard Fixed Magic fan for for a while. I was done. What what else was there? What, I'm going to to be up on Matt Moore? What do you want want me to do, Joe? Just a guy? God damn it. You've got back what you've got. Now we've got a tour who I generally think if he can get past the troubles last year in terms of not trusting throwing deep and holding onto the ball a bit too long, I think can be with the weapons that we've got now, we can genuinely be a problem in that division. I still think the Bills are going to win the AFC East. I'm not I'm not I'm not all crazy. I think the Bills are going to come out and win that division. 
But in terms of the Jets, I think it's still a couple of years away from being legit. The Pats as well comes down to Matt Jones's mind pace, but I'm not scared of them as as of time of recording. Um, I was saying if, to you guys on the group on the group chat as well, if we had a running back in there like Kerryon Johnson, who's recently been released, just hint, hint into Chris Greer there, then I think this I think this roster is pretty set. Your excitement, your excitement behind the signing of Kerryon Johnson to the Dolphins, I. So I don't understand why you're so excited. Yeah, I, I don't understand even... why you're so excited about it though. Because he's a dude. He, he can run the football. We've got Miles. I liked Miles Gaskin last year, but you know he's he took not. Fifty carries the whole of last year, I think. He's got some fresh tires on him, then, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to spin this however you want to make him sound like an amazing player, aren't you? I'm just going to give up now. There's no point. In trying. He, he was the first Lions running back to have a hundred yard game since 2013. So that says something. There's some... Put some respect on Kerry and Johnson. He's a good player. Carry on. You add him to that. You add him to that backfield with uh, Gaskin and and Ahmed. Then boom, and you got Dokes in there as well. Now to be powered back. None of these He's guys are actually cool. competent, like high level guys. I didn't say they were, but Miles Gaskin, could be, Miles Gaskin <laughs> you, could be a fancy sleeper this year. I'm telling you. Yeah. I mean, he was Miles fancy Gaskin's sleeper last good. year. If you collect enough very average running backs, do you eventually be able to run the ball? Yeah, the run back by committee, homebrew. Seem to What's remember it, taking what? you to a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Come What's right the furthest? Back. What's the furthest the Dolphins can go this year, realistically? Oh, realistically. Um... Realistically, Matt. First round of the playoffs. I can see a couple of playoff games. A Ooh. couple. A couple of playoff games. Why not? So. Any given the, Sunday. It, in the section that was built around teams that can now contend post-draft, you've yeah, picked a you home guys... team that even in your wildest dreams don't think could actually win. <laughs> you guys you guys are like, oh, I'm going to pick another team that I'm not really fully into. I'm just going to go straight in with the Dolphins. I'm just going to... No one was surprised that you I'm picked not the head with you, you picked the Dolphins for every positive statement. I've just realised now that our colour scheme is based off the Dolphins. Yeah, I've, 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 I've snuck oh it from the word go. <laughs> I just think sense. I opted to build the website, bro. <laughs> Everything's teal. <laughs> uh, Surprised it's taking this long to get it. What about this? Oh, we got another comment from Terrell. Uh, yeah, Atlanta Falcons improved a lot in the draft and uh, and with the undrafted free agents. That is true. It's a tough division. That is also true. I mean, I'd, what do you guys think of the Falcons this year? I think, um, I think Falcons Carl Pitts was right. a sick pick. Yeah, Carl, Carl Pitts, Pitts is going to win number pick. eight. Carl Pitts is going to number eight. It's going to be so weird. That is quite weird. Just could we just go back to the Falcons draft as well, though? Because yeah, you've got Kyle Pitts in the first, Richie yeah. Grant in the second, which is a phenomenal pick. I love Jaden, yeah, Jaden Mayfield in the third. I think I don't think that's being talked talked about enough. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, off- yeah, offensive tackle out of Michigan. He was being touted as perhaps a first round pick at some points in this dro- in the draft process. The fact that he fell to the third round is just ridiculous, considering just how safe he was. In also, college. just shows how how deep this O line draft really was. When, when it comes yeah. And also, you say it's a tough division, but you know, let's let's be optimistic here. We we don't know what's going on with the Saints. We don't know if uh, Taysom. Uh, I think the guy. Saints still have a pretty good defense, so they'll be competitive in games. Yeah, def- defense can't put that many points on the board though. If Taysom can't throw the football, then you're gonna you're gonna be stuck. And then you obviously you, don't know what's you going on, on with Russell Are you on board Wilson. with what the Falcons? Russell Wilson. Well, yeah, I was going to start what? talking about Russell Wilson. But carry on about? anyway. No, on on the Falcons though, I do like the fact that they went basically best player available 
throughout the draft and mm. pretty much consistently hit. So it's 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 a start. I do think they're still a, a while away from being contenders anytime soon, but yeah, I yeah, can't see them making a step up. I, yeah, I, I'd agree with you there. That I th- I think they're on the rebuilding path. I just don't trust that defense to come up big in games. I mean, I know you guys like Richie Grant, but he can't do it all on his own. And there's not enough talent on that defense to yes, consistently. He can. Be... They lost. No, he, can, he can do it all, but not all for everyone. Sorry, Jai. Sorry for offending you. <laughs> yeah, they we left for KZ and Grant at safety. Casey's yeah. not a bad player. I just think that D line needs needs leaps and bounds to yeah really like get out of the rut that they're, they're going through. And this yeah, I don't think Casey's, I don't think Casey's there anymore. It's oh, Eric Harris, might, isn't it? Yeah, he might have gone as a free agent. Actually, I, my bad. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the, we've, it's been the same thing around the Falcons for a while now in terms of that offense looks fun and then they just making yeah. it cricket scores every game, man. It hasn't been it hasn't been it's fun since yeah since win. Shanahan left. It's not he wins Super Bowls. Yeah, since the yeah. incident, don't true. talk about it. The Patriots don't get. talk about the event. But yeah, cool. Right. Well, I think that was just about. I think Matt's broken up. For so... Yeah. This week. Wait. No, Matt, stop. So, I well, think that's fantastic. Yeah, please stop doing that. That's a that's great right. time for your. <laughs> Great, mate. That, aw- awesome time for the audio to go. Do you want to try and do the outro again? Are you, are you good him. now? I'll allow him to speak. Give me a second. There we go. Am I back now? Oh, you're still. No, me. just kick him out. No, let someone else do the <laughs> outro. Joe, it's on you, mate. Well, that's about all we've got time for this week, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, you can follow us on. All your social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at The Dropback. You can catch up with our articles at thedropback.com or .co.uk, whichever you fancy. Uh, We are live on Thursdays every week, but we also have a show coming out on, I believe, Wednesdays, if that's Tuesdays. I've got that turnaround. nowadays. Yeah. Our turnaround is is off the level. Insane. so yeah, just check us out. Check Britballing out. Thanks once again for for letting us host another stream. It's been pretty great fun. The drop back with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, Joe Costanzo, and Sam Wilson. 